What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge FFL Podcast, Episode 15, Week 7 Preview. Uh, mad people here today. Kurtzman's my left. My dad's here. Johnny's in the room. Zach Shray's in the room. Matt Marola's here. Augie's here. Rob Connie's here. Jason's here. And Charlie's here. Um, Kurtzman, I'm turning it over to you. I know you want to reiterate something we said at the end of the last podcast. I know you want to get it in here in the beginning so everyone could hear. Yeah. Um, so I, re- I said it on the last podcast, but I just want to say it again. Um, if someone like Tommy is on the line for a game, he is allowed to make calls. I think this has been a thing that we've had. I think we had a little problem with it in my game against the Raiders. If the person who is staying in the line is doing the line refing, he is a ref. He is making the offsides false start call. He is making calls at the line of scrimmage. The referee that's in the field can overturn it if he feels necessary, but I don't think that'll happen. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there so we don't have any more confusion going forward. Um, just so everyone knows, for the playoffs, there will be two refs plus Tommy on each game since there will only be one game going on at a time. So those games will be better officiated, I have to presume, with that being said. So, uh, yeah, one more, two more weeks of the regular season. Big week this week. Got a lot of big games going on. All right, with that being said, let's get into these games. What time we got to, with this week? Um, I'm looking to push it as early as possible due to the fact that it's going to possibly be I feel like over 100 degrees on Sunday. So we're starting at 930 in the morning, sharp. All right, 9.30. What are the 9.30 games? First game. All right, here's the game I want to talk about, Cowboys-Vikings. This game is for second place in the standings this week, correct? Yes. So this could they could potentially be playing each other in back-to-back weeks here depending on the outcome? or Yes, it is, it is a possibility. So what would have to happen for them to play next week as well? Assuming the Browns beat the Giants in Week 7 and the Vikings beat the Cowboys, the Vikings would then play the Cowboys again for the second bye. All right. So this this could be uh, a preview, I guess, but it's going to be really different because to to start off with this game, Connor Romano is not playing this week, and Sobes on vacation, not playing either. So Augie's playing quarterback, and I'm pretty sure the Vikings have Jake Esposito and Matt Marola subbing for them. Yes. So uh, th- there's there's going to be a lot of different faces. I I think it would be I think it would be right for them to play again with their full squads in the, yeah, in the following 100%. week if. If the Vikings were to win, so let's get into this one. How do you feel about this one, Chris? Been looking at Augie playing quarterback. Um, I mean, listen, Augie's a dynamic athlete. I know he's been salivating at the mouth watching Paul play quarterback for the Jets and have the ball in his hands every single play. And I do think that'll help Augie because, listen, the best player on the field is to have the ball in their hands yeah. every single play, which is a huge thing. But I just think as long as that line can hold up and give Augie a chance to actually breathe back there with the line that's coming at him for the Vikings, I think he he's going to make it a game. There's no way Augie's getting blown out. All right, Dad, how do you feel about this one? I like the Vikings. Uh, I think uh, missing Sobs is going to hurt the uh, Cowboys tremendously, even though Augie is a good athlete. But uh, it, it hurts that when he steps in a quarterback, he's also uh, taking himself as a receiver. So... That's a, a big loss there. I failed to mention that Michael Leva is also making his uh, OBFFL debut. In a play, huge game. In, in, in a huge game and playing for the Cowboys. What do you think he brings to their team? Mike is a tremendous athlete. Uh, you know, watched him play baseball, basketball. Uh, the kid does it all. I have every confidence that he can compete in this league. Yeah, I don't know how Mike Oliva has been like a free agent this entire time. I was talking to him the other day. When I actually told Augie, I was like, yo, you should probably hit Michael Eve up. And he's like, I was actually thinking about hitting him up. But um, he's a, a sick athlete, like my dad said. And I don't know he's been – I ain't know he was on the free agent list this entire time for people just to sub in for. He definitely should have been picked up. I'm assuming that if he plays well, he'll be picked up in these other games here moving forward possibly. We don't know. Do we know about what we're doing? Can you sub for the playoffs yet or is that undecided? 
Um, what did we say? We said we were going to. It was only going to be non-playoff team. Only non-playoff team players can sub or outside league, but it, it's going to be significantly lower than the person you're getting for. You're not getting someone of equal skill. Okay. That should, you should, you should be the team that you drafted and you have in the playoffs. All right. So he would really only have one more week to sub. So yeah. whatever next season for him. Uh, the Vikings. So the Vikings are are missing uh Con Romano this week, and obviously Noah Torino's out. So they're bringing in Jake and Matt to sub for them. Uh, Zach Stray didn't play last week. Comes back this week. Joe Ivanak, we know, will be there. Buster, all these guys. Uh, Vin uh, Arena, all these guys we like on their team. Uh, in this game, I think the the advantage is obviously going to the Vikings on the defensive line. You got Vin, you got Mikey, you got uh, Matt now, and you got Jake playing D-line for this team. So, Augie, we know Austin. Shout out to Austin. He's playing through an injury, so it's going to be a lot on him. How do you think that the lines are matching up there? I mean, I think that the Cowboys line is formidable for sure. Austin is a good player. I know he's hobbled by a hamstring. Kalik is a good center. Um, and I know they also have Jordan Mayo, who's just a skilled veteran who can, who knows what he needs to do on each play. I think that the Vikings obviously have the advantage on the tre- in the trenches, but I don't know that it's going to be the overwhelming difference necessarily. Matt's shaking his head at me over here, but uh, <laughs> no, nah, I think all he's going to make plays. And let's not forget, like, they, he still has Liam Knowles and Mike Body to throw yeah. to, and now add Michael Leva. It's not like Augie comes out of the, becomes quarterback and they have no weapons to throw to. Liam Knowles is a very talented receiver, so I think that I think it's being overgassed a little bit that the Vikings are this crazy favorite because I think Augie is still capable yeah. of enough of making enough plays to keep the game super close and possibly win at the end. You're talking about a quarterback playing for uh, the first time this year. In a game of this magnitude, can't be easy. I mean, he's done it before. He played two games uh, in the fall as quarterback, so he or one. He says to me, so he at least knows what it's like. I think it is a huge game, and you're stepping into a role you don't usually play. But I think Augie's someone who knows the league well enough to where he'll he knows what works. Yeah, it really is going to come down to if Augie could avoid the pressure and if his offensive line could could match up and hold up against those guys. Uh, let's get into our picks for this one. So, Dad, I'll turn it over to you first. Who do you think's winning this game? Vikings. The Vikings. Why? Uh. They have a great team this week. Uh, and, again, the best player in the league is not playing this week, Sobieski. So I'm going with the Vikings. All right, Kurtzman? I'm taking the Cowboys. Let's go, Augie. Well, as the one seed, who do you want to possibly uh, not play against until championship? Well, if they're the two and three, I wouldn't see either of them until the championship. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's a dumb question. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got so you have so you have the Cowboys. Who do I think is scarier or full strength? Yeah, I think the Cowboys are. Okay. Sobs, Sobs is still the best quarterback in the league. Honestly, like Mikey takes offense to that. Mikey says he's the best quarterback and in the league. He's playing very well, but let's be honest, I'm fucking playing well too. So. All right. <laughs> so but uh, no, I'm taking the Cowboys this week. Um, I think people are telling, are saying there's no way they can win. That's what I've been hearing the last couple hours. So, Augie, be an underdog, get a win. I think the game comes down to Augie's confidence. If if he's confident in his team and he's confident in his ability to play quarterback, I think they could pull it off. The Vikings didn't look great last week versus the Saints. Uh, I think they, they look better this week, but they're missing uh, Con Romano, which which is going to be huge. I know they get Jake, but Jake and Mikey have a track record of losing in this league. And Mikey and Jake got they, – they, he traded Jake last year, right? Didn't he trade Jake? Yeah, he did trade yeah, Jake. Yeah, so he I also traded I, Matt, who's playing for him also. Yeah, that's oh, no, the he traded format. No, no, he, he traded, traded he traded he traded he format. Traded format. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in this game. I'll take the I'll take the Vikings in this one. I'm gonna go with the Vikings just because I I think Augie he if they didn't have such rig subs on their team then I think Augie could pull it out. But having Matt and Jake is just it's honestly it's rigged in my opinion. So that's where I'm with that. <laughs> 
Kurtzman's a kiss of death. Every time he, he hopes the team wins, they lose. He keeps picking the underdogs, they lose. You think uh, so? Every week he's picking the I Jets. I think the Jets every week. Every week. I think the Jets every single week. So right week. there's a kiss of death. I'm sorry, Rogi, your team lost. I, I don't think he picked. You pick underdogs too. You picked the Titans for the first six I weeks. I picked the Giants. That was a great pick, and they no, almost beat the Cowboys. I said the Titans. What? You picked the Titans for the first six weeks. No, I didn't. Did he not pick the Titans every week? You can go, you can we'll go, go check. Back after yeah, you can go check. I said right. they were a competitive team. All right, let's go. Let's go to the next game. Let's go to the next uh, ten o'clock game or nine thirty game. Yep. Uh, Jets Raiders. Jets Raiders. And what happens here? What's the playoff implications here? What's the flex schedule next week? If anything, um, this game. The Raiders are basically locked into either the four or the five seed. They have three wins. I don't think they can fall below that. Um, I'm expecting them to win this week, probably. But if the Jets pull it out, I think that would still hold them in the 4-5. They'd be playing probably playing the Giants in the next week. But obviously there's possibilities for other matchups to happen, but that's what probably will happen. Scott Kruzman returns this week for the Jets? Yeah, I believe so. I think he's got back from vacation. So Scott comes back, and we know they're going to run the option. Do you think the Jets have – you think they're organized enough or they're fully committed enough to stop it the way you guys did? I think if you're really going to stop IB and say, I don't run the option, you have to be fully committed to doing your job on defense, especially the defensive line, and you have to grab flags. And so far, I haven't seen a lot of that from the Jets, so I don't know. IB could have his first half of the day. Dad, how are you feeling about this one? Uh, I was refereeing a game last week. As the Jet game was going on in the field you know, next to me, and I turned to my right, and Pete's sitting next to me. And I'm asking Pete, I said, your game's going on. What's going on? He goes, nah, I'm done. Uh, don't like that attitude. Uh and it seems like it's every week with that team. So uh, I'll say it every week. It wasn't a team that was put well put together. Uh, I don't think they have enough weapons to compete. And I think the Raiders are all over them. Yeah, I just want to see the Raiders uh, put together a good second half, play a complete game in this one. They sh- they're clearly the favorite in this one. I-, I think that they could be the best team in the league if they played the way they played in the first half against you, Kurtzman. Uh, I-, I still think I say Mbimbo's the best player in the league. I think he's the most talented guy in the league. I think in terms of making people miss, and he could he has a cannon. I know he overthrows some balls, but he probably has the first or second best arm as out of the quarterback. So, well, sure uh, ain't me. Yeah, I know, I know it's not you, but I'm saying it could easily be him. So, yeah. I, I think the Raiders should get this one. I think they will get this one. Uh, I I hope the Jets show up and give an effort. Though. I, I don't want it to just be a laydown because you, you've seen it. The Titans, I know they only have one win too, but they were in the game to the very last play against the uh the Raiders so if you if the Jets keep it close in the first half you guys can easily pull it out and you need a win to make the playoffs if they win they secure a playoff spot correct um if the Jets win no they win secure but they'd be in prime position okay they still even with a loss the Jets can still make the play there's still still a possibility a chance to make the playoffs if the Saints lose and the Jets lose the Jets play the Titans for the last playoff spot Matt Marola making his first contribution to the podcast it's just ridiculous that like they don't want to play they literally can still make the playoffs. I agree. I agree 100%. If you listen to this, commit to the rest of the season, you literally can still make the playoffs and play more. Last week, they're down down two scores going into the second half. Yeah. Yeah. You could have easily won that game. I, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're Matt's saying. To, you're preaching to the choir over here, Matt. Matt, Matt just, he's, that, frustrating. yeah, frustrating. Matt, you you know Matt's frustrating if he finally spoke up after 15 episodes. No, so. it's, the, it's the truth, it's the truth of the matter. They just give, I think they just lay down so fast. Like, we were talking, me and Matt were talking about it. Like, in the playoffs, 
if the team's down two scores, you're not going to be seeing them laying down. Yeah. Like, a team down two scores is so, going to be fighting back. Let me I ask you, back let me, down let me ask you a question Cowboys then. The Giants fought back, fought back from down two scores. Let me ask you a question then. Do you think Scott could uplift their team and bring them back to... I think Scott's a really good defensive lineman, yeah. and he'll definitely be making plays because there's going to be a lot of plays to be made possibly at the line of scrimmage, but it takes a team effort if you're going to beat them. Listen, we got shit on in the first half by IB and Sedano on the option, but we figured out a way to control it and make it work so i think it can work if you just put the pieces together on defense all right so are all three of us taking the raiders in this game raiders, yeah raiders christmas not taking the jets again this no, week the jets have failed me seven uh, six <laughs> five out of six weeks all right so we, we all got the raiders this one i'm looking for the raiders to play to play a complete game and i'm looking for them to play smart football because i said on the last podcast uh it was very questionable their their late game uh clock management all right, let's move on to the 11-15 games. What, is this 11-15? Or? No, it's going to be uh, 10-45. 10-45, my bad. As soon as the 9-30 games are over, we're going to get started. I want to get out of there as quickly as possible. It's a hot. It's going to be a hot Sunday. We can get in the pool and relax for the rest of Sunday. All right. Uh, first game will go Browns-Giants. I, th- I think that's an extremely interesting game. Yeah. So, what are, do we have any flex uh, week implications in this one? or? Um, I mean, if I were to lose, it would make things at the top a little interesting for sure. Um, the Giants, with a loss or a win, would basically be locked into the 4-5 seed. It would just depend on are they the 4 are they the 5 with the Raiders because they both are 3-3 three and three right now. And they actually have a better point differential than the – oh, no, but the Raiders beat them, so that would not okay. matter. Um, so this is, Dylan's, yeah. this is Dylan's return week. Yeah. We got a, a few players from the Giants here. I'm, I'm going to bring Rob on. Rob's sitting over here, so Rob, I want you to come talk, please. Johnny, you could come over here too if, if you want to say some words. You want to talk? Johnny doesn't want to talk. He got he's he's afraid of the mic. All right, Rob. All right, Rob. <laughs> so you guys play Kurtzman this week, and you've seen you've seen a lot of his games, right? All right. How do you guys think you match up against them? I think athletically we're dogs. Okay. And Kurtzman, no matter what he's gonna do, what he's gonna play, and we're gonna come and bring the heat. So your defensive line, we know we say every week on this podcast, the Browns have the best offensive line in the league. On your D-line, Johnny, uh, Nick Douglas, true, true. true. Those are your only three linemen that you guys uh, play? Damian Lewoka Dame, comes. Uh, and Damian's a beast when as well. When Pasquale's there, he flies in off the edge. Is Pasquale playing this week? I mean, he hasn't been in the past two weeks, hasn't really communicated with us in the group chat, but we're uh, <laughs> trying to get him to be there. So. Pasquale's a beast. He lived the week in sacks. Like in like the first three weeks, yeah, he had Pasquale's five sacks. Pasquale's playing very well in the first couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he's not showing yeah, up. Yeah, so I don't All know. Right. We're going to get him there, but I just think his line is very good, but... Our defensive line creates pressure and creates problems. That's Christmas, all we've done. You're obviously their defensive line is a bunch of dogs. How you co- combat that? Combat that? Combat that? Combat that? Yeah. How you yeah. combat that? Listen, my lines played well all season. Even in the first half last week, it wasn't even my line playing bad. It was more me running into the line eventually after trying to find people open. Um, listen, they, their D line's got dogs, like he said. True Douglas, Johnny, all dogs. Um, I, I'm going to take my line, though. I'm always going to take my line against anyone else's line in the league. I think I have the best line both both sides of the ball. So it's going to be a dogfight in the, in the trenches. I know we're using the, we're using the I, word dog. I ball, need my so phone. I, I didn't tell Kurtzman this. I don't know if I told you this, actually, but I I wanted to, to save it until we were recording the podcast. Someone on your team uh, said, uh, I, you know, I'll say his name because I, I liked what he said. John Harnish DM me. On Twitter, after he listened to the last podcast, when I was ripping your team and saying you guys had no energy, right? DMs me. Just a thought. Well, quote, just a thought. 
I understand what you mean about Lorenzo and Chance bring the energy to us. It's huge, but I don't agree with the whole lack of energy and not showing from the rest of us. Just because some of us guys aren't the type of player to yell and talk shit to the other team doesn't mean they lack energy. My point is energy doesn't only come verbally. And I said, that's facts. I said you're right. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I, I I'm not always right. He's not he's not wrong. Um, I do I think we have a we've done it all season long. We've come out slow, except against the Cowboys, where we knew we really couldn't come out slow. We've come out slow almost every single game on offense, and I don't know if that's just because we got we have to kind of feel out the game in the first drive, um, or if we're just a, not a good starting team and we're a better second half team. But um, I think our huddles have been fine. I know you were saying we didn't have energy. Maybe it didn't look like we had energy, but um. The huddles were fine and everything. I didn't think anyone was frustrated in the first half. I think we just weren't executing to the best of our potential. Okay. So the way you guys match up against this Giants team, is there any specific matchup that you're looking at as a quarterback? Obviously, you're not going to say it here, but do you have one in mind? Or I know last week you had some in mind. Yeah. No, Um. listen, I think everyone knows it by now. I throw Joe Pippoli the ball a lot because he's my best receiver and I think they're probably either going to put Mike Russo on him or Dylan I'm not sure who but it's not, not sure regardless of who it is I'm not going to be afraid to throw him the ball I'm going to throw him the ball and hopefully he's going to make plays for me like he always does Johnny's on the Giants I ain't, did I say Johnny's name when we were talking about the defensive lineman yeah, alright I was going to say I, I was alright all right. <laughs> um, that's what I was saying uh yeah, and listen, Mike Freeman's a good athlete, and listen, they're going to put a number three corner on Antonio Rocchio, and somehow he continues to fry, and I'm going to keep throwing him the ball if he's open. Dad, how do you feel about this one? Looking forward to this game. Uh, battle of uh, the Lions uh, is going to be interesting. Uh, Giants have a great defensive line uh, going against a great offensive line, and I, I agree with Harnish. You don't have to talk trash all the time. Uh, the best final word is the scoreboard. Okay. So uh, uh, he's like an old-school player. Uh, a lot more kids talk more trash now than, than I, I ever, you know, heard when I played. Uh, and, and that was an MVP season the last time I did play. Just let you know. Uh, but let's get back to the Giants. You retired after MVP the last season you ever played, you were MVP? Yeah, the year you were born. Yeah, that was my last championship I was done. Wow. All right. 1996, <laughs> for those who don't know. All right. Uh... Rob, since he took over the Giants, they've been extremely competitive. Uh, they lost a tight one to the Cowboys, and they came back and, and haven't lost since he's been quarterbacking. This is going to be a close game. This might be a one-score game. might even be overtime. Uh, I'm not going to go against what I usually pick. I still think the Browns are the best team uh, inside and out, but this Giant team is a team to watch. They could be dangerous. I think that the most interesting teams going into the playoffs are going to be the Giants and the Raiders. I agree. So uh, I'm looking forward to this game. I, I can't wait. But. Do you think that Rob Bacanti is a baby Kurtzman? Do you think he has a lot of the same things that Kurtzman has in his game? Like when Kurtzman was, how old are you, Rob? 20. 20 years old, and how old are you now, Kurtzman? 23. 23. Do you think? Old. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think three years ago that Rob Bacanti is Kurtzman, but with a better arm? They're both extremely athletic. They're both very, very smart. And putting them at the quarterback position is the best place for them to be on the field because of their smartness. All right. Well, I, I agree. Any words, Rob or Chris, anything else you guys want to say about the game? I just want to let Lorenzo know that he was coming at me all week last week and didn't get me once. So I don't know what he thinks yeah, he's coming with this week, but I'm going to fry that boy right there. Chris, man. <laughs> Nah, listen, I don't think you have to give my, my boys on my team any uh any type of extra motivation. But nah, that was funny. Um Chance Cooper returning? Chance Cooper, I believe, is returning this week, so he you know he's gonna be bringing all the energy loud. It's gonna pump up both teams. I'm excited, honestly, for the matchup because I know they play up to the level of their competition since Rob has taken over at quarterback. So listen, we're gonna go out there and ball. Do we have the number what, what was the result, Augie, of the uh the poll? 
that asked if Dylan is a cancer of the team. What was the percentage that everyone in the league voted? Heavily favored Dylan Bean. Yeah, I know. Can you give me? Can you give me the exact <laughs> no, number? No, no, I, I, I voted Dylan cancer, man. You vote he's a cancer? Yeah, Johnny. Johnny, someone on the Giants <laughs> thinks <laughs> thinks Dylan Wait, is a cancer. Return disrupt the Giants win streak. Sixty four percent say yes. Wow. So so they have everyone in the league. Sixty four percent of the league ha- has the Browns this week. All right, Dad, you're first. Uh, I'll let you go first. Who you think's winning this one? Uh, Browns in a very close one. Kurtzman. Browns. Rob. I'm taking my team. I said you're not gonna go undefeated. This would be the week that you guys lose. Keep picking. I against pick against me. you every week. Please I pick against. against I pick me. against you, but then I end up rooting for you. <laughs> I do. I root for your team because I, I like play, I like players on your team. I, but I like Rob, and I hope that yeah. they play well too. I like Johnny. Johnny's. Down, I said John, Johnny's low key my favorite player in the league. Johnny is makes a difference and isn't always on the stat sheet. Johnny really can't be stopped. No, he can't. No, he, Johnny's amazing on defense and on offense. And so. on offense. So absolutely. that's what I'm saying. So Johnny is very slept on. He's become my favorite player in the league. Uh, let's get into the the next game, which is actually probably the most important game of the week. Yeah. In terms of you know, in terms of yeah. standings, yeah, the Saints and the Titans. Saints and the Titans. So what do we have to say about about this one here, Dad? If the Saints play the same way they do last week. Uh, this is going to be a good game, but they're not going to have Augie, and Augie was a big, big part of that the offense last week. That just hit me up. So, Kurtzman, what do you? What's the the playoff implications here in this game? Okay, the Saints lose; they're eliminated from the playoffs. That would mean that the Titans have two wins, and then the Saints have zero with only one week to go. Um, if the Saints win, there's a three-way tie for the sixth and final playoff spot, but then we would take the two teams with the top point differentials of those three, and the six and seven seed, after I update the standings after week seven, will play in week eight for the final playoff spot. All right, so, so one, one, if the Saints win, one of the one-win teams will be left out of the last week playoff due to point differential. Okay, so once we have that sorted out, we'll have a... I will have that sorted out within three hours of the game's ending on Sunday. All right. You'll know who you're, you'll know who you're playing. In week eight? Week All right, cool. So let, let's talk about this one, how, how it's going to look on the field. The Saints are always a wild card with who's going to be there and who's not going to be there. Yeah. Uh, we saw they look good last week. They were up two scores with under two minutes left and still lost the game. They, they still um, kicked themselves in, in their ass. And uh, is that even a saying? Shot yourself in the foot. Shot man. yourself in the foot. Kick yourself in the ass. That's not what you say? No. All right. <laughs> uh, Take it in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, back to the game. If the Saints play well, I think they're going to win this game. The Titans, they have X factors. I think Spo is the best player on the field this season. I think his numbers are, are proving that. So yes. that you always have the advantage there. But if Abby and Billy show up, they could easily – Cancel spell out of the game. Mm-hmm. If Taz plays well and Joe doesn't play well, that could be the deciding factor. I, I think these are probably the two most inconsistent teams or teams that have been competitive but haven't been able to get over the hump. So it's just really going to come down to which one of these teams wants to get in the playoffs more. We've come to the point where we're in week seven. The Saints don't have a win yet. The Titans only have one win, and they're both still alive for a playoff spot with this week meaning the most. So I just think it comes down to who's going to show up for the Saints, who's going to play well on both sides. Two very um, inconsistent quarterback play, I think. I think Pisco shows flashes. In every game, he has shown flashes of knowing exactly what he wants to do um, with the ball each time he takes a snap. And then there's times where you look at his play and you're like, oh, like what were you thinking before the play started? What was the play call in the huddle? So I just think it comes down to really who has learned the most of, about their team from the season and who's going to execute their game the best. Same, It's easily for, it's the same thing for both teams. It, is, it no, really is the same, same thing. Teams. Quarterbacks, play well, your team's going to have a chance of winning. Like That's what it comes down to at this point. Dad, who you got in this one? 
this is tough. Uh, I, I don't know who's showing up for the Saints. And yeah. if whoever does show up, are they going to play? Let's are they assume, quit? A, let's assume are they Abby guests? shows they up. Let's assume he shows up. Abby shows up and he plays a full game or Ab- Abby uh, we have shows a, up. We have a breaking news update. Rumors surfacing that Ogbarog could sub for the Saints if Ben is so, so it looks like Abby is not making it. Augie wants to play two games in 100-degree weather. Very interesting tactic, but... Uh, yeah, very, very questionable tactic right there. I'm not so, going to be there, so we'll see what happens. Wow. So with the inconsistent play of Taz every week... Uh, inconsistent play. Inconsistent play. I, I like to see him take more control of the game. Uh, after the game, he verbally expresses what he wants to do, but he's not doing it physically on the field. That's my it's the most annoying thing in the league. I think it's also the hard... I think... I think it's a little bit harder than it, it's like it is when you're newer at the position, especially for Taz. He doesn't have a football mind. He has more of a basketball mind. I think it's a lot easier to say what you want to do during the after the game is over yeah. and then try to do it the next game, but it's still hard to do because then you get into the, the flow of the game. You kind of just figure out what's working right then and there. You don't remember what you were thinking about after the last Here, game. Here's my thing with Taz. You want to play quarterback this year. That's fantastic. You want to he continue didn't want to play to, quarterback. <laughs> but, but if you want to continue playing, and he's got the talent to do it, you have to, you're, you're going to make mistakes, but you have to learn from your mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. Just, just go out there and keep playing. You can't make a mistake, step back, have someone else step in, or, or go in a different direction. No, you can't do that. Consistency at the position is exactly. so important. And so he showed a little bit more confidence, too, and that he's going to make a play every play. He'll play a lot better. I, I think that I, 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 this one that, but you never told me who you're going with. I'm gonna go with the uh, Titans this week. Kurtzman, I'm taking the Titans this week. I, I think I think they're putting it all together. I know Matt's playing any game right before it with his team having a chance to go to the playoffs on the line, but I think he'll still step up. He'll make Matt's gonna make plays on the D line all game. Um, and I just think Pisco needs to do what he was doing at the end of the Raiders game. Like I said it before last week's uh, last week's preview in last week's preview, I said he was hitting Spo ten yard out. George, 10 yard out. Let's keep doing, use those plays. You saw me play a full game against Cowboys. You saw what I did. It works. Just do what, keep the ball short. Taz, too, same thing. Stop throwing the ball deep every single play. I don't want to pick against the Titans, but I'm going to. I'm going to pick the Saints. I just think the Saints are better, honestly. Uh, I, I think. Big asterisk if, if Augie plays. If Augie plays, it's going to make a big difference. Well, assume Augie plays instead of Abby. Abby or Augie. It's uh, one of the two is playing. Yeah, Abby doesn't play. Yeah, all right. Augie doesn't get gassed. Augie wants to play every play. All right. So and he gives you 100 percent every time he plays. So I, I'm gonna have to go with the Saints still. I think even if Augie plays, I'm still going with the Saints. Uh, I, I think, like I said, Billy Christian, a lot of those guys, Jude has been playing for them. Uh, a lot of these guys are really talented on that team. I, I would like to see them win. Even though I would like to see the Titans win too, I don't want a team to go winless in this league. Uh, I, I think, and if they if they win, they could possibly be playing each other again next week, right? Yes. So th- this could be, uh, you know, back to back weeks. If you the see Jets them. were to if the Jets were to lose to the Raiders and the Saints win, the Saints are more than likely. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm ninety nine percent sure on it. You just have to look at the point differentials after the weeks, but um, they would play each other again. Yeah. So I'm I'm rooting for that. I want two meaningful uh weeks, we, two yeah. two meaningful games back to back weeks here. Yep. So I, I'm gonna go with the Saints. Let's get into the news or nothing part of the uh, preview here. Uh, we got a tweet from Anthony and Bimbo. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, it was breaking. Joseph Denoya of the Oakland Raiders caught singing "Baby" by Justin Bieber with Sabrina Garbolato. He will be benched this. He will be benched this week uh, due to softness. Sources are saying wide receiver Augie of the Cowboys once fade after the games this Sunday. Augie, <laughs> is this news or nothing? Do, do you want the fade with uh, Joe Denoya? 
Yeah, he said, if you couldn't hear that, it's on site. It's on site for Denoya. Kurtzman, is this news or is this nothing? It's probably nothing, but Augie's saying he wants to fade right now might make it news after Sunday's games. I'm going to go with this is news because I B completely overthrew Joe Denoya one of these weeks. And he just yells at him, keep running. I was like, yo, you guys are too hard too hard on Joe Denoya. But that's obviously a joke, and it was hilarious. Joe so. Denoya will never be not running full speed. Yeah, that was that that was hilarious, and it got love on Twitter, so that was really funny. Next tweet we got is Kurtzman sets the OBFFL single-game passing record with 235 yards, and Taz previously held the record with 233. A little, little suspicious that the commissioners got the record by... By two yards, if you ask me. So I think if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know that I don't want any of the accolades or anything. So this is your worst is, nightmare. Now, yeah. now you have the single, you have the most passing yards in a game. You you might go undefeated, win MVP. This is your worst nightmare. Cowboys well, scored fifty nine points last week. How does Sobieski not throw for that much? Because he runs for a thousand yards. He ran for a hundred yards. Sobs always runs. Like, yeah. He threw for close to two hundred and ran for a hundred. So the the total yards might be the that might be the record for total yards in a game. I'm not positive on it, but uh. Probably is to be honest. Is this news or nothing to you, Kurtzman? Nothing. Why? Because who, who cares? It's a record. You care. No, I Kurtzman don't. texted. Kurtzman texted Augie. Oh. Yo, throw those two yards on the stat sheet for me, bro. You act like I, I don't do the stats. <laughs> I need. Oh yeah, making my point. Whoa. You gave yourself. Oh, that was a seven-yard catch. It was a nine-yard no. catch. I remember that. It was check nine. Check the stats. Anyone check the stats? Yeah. I, I'm not lying. Uh, I I'll go. Less. I'll go. This is definitely news. It just adds to Kurtzman's MVP campaign. Uh, his his. Best quarterback in the league run this year is, you know, that just supports it. Dad, you, how are you feeling about this one? This is news to you that Kurtzman uh, broke the record, or you don't care about it? Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, well ne- le- last one, we got a one-day tournament tweet. Uh, there's a lot of notable free agents left. So everyone should start building their team. There's a lot of people out there that are looking for teams. I, I know just this Sunday should be a lot of recruiting. It should be a lot of talking. Uh, how many people are we looking for teams, Christman? Is it's uh ten man teams? Um, no, listen, it's seven on seven. I'm saying minimum nine guys so that you have at least two subs. And if there's injuries and someone can't play, you don't have. I'm not allowing a team with only seven people because yeah. if someone gets hurt, some something happens, like you're not gonna have enough to play, and I'm not trying to deal with that problem. So you're coming with at least nine guys on your team, maximum twelve, just so yeah. there's a lot more teams and. Uh, yeah, listen, we already have a couple teams signed up, and I know a couple more that are planning on signing up soon, so make sure you get a team. Yeah, uh, I just want to keep going on that real quick. This is going to be lit, the tournament. We, we keep saying it. it's going to be awesome. There's going to be a, really, a lot of really good teams being formed, and it's going to be high-level competition. So make sure, you know, you never know who knows someone. You might ask someone this weekend, yo, you want to get a team? Oh, yeah, me and my three boys were looking for a team. Anything could happen. We want everyone who plays in this league to play in the one-day tournament. The more, the merrier. You know, the more people, the more cash you could possibly win at the end of this. So, just if if you're a free agent and you're looking for a team, do your recruiting this weekend. Get on Twitter, get on Instagram, get to the field, and make sure you have a team because we do want everyone who's listening to this to be playing in the tournament. And you just don't want to miss out. It's going to be an insanely lit day. There's, it's going to be six hours of jam-packed football, and it's going to be a good time. Six hours of jam-packed football. Who knows who says that? It's eight hours of jam-packed football. Who says it? Oh, the person in red zone. Yeah, the red, red zone. Red Scott Hansen. Oh, yeah. wow. Scott Hansen. That's where you got that from. You subconsciously wow. said and that. I didn't even, I didn't even like, think of that before this. Football just, football season. Football season's around the Winter morning. is coming. But OBFFL is still. Winter is but coming. But until the NFL gets back, the OBFFL still has two this, more regular season this games. This sounds like a great tournament. I might have to come out of retirement. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm Tommy's sure. getting the squad back together. Yeah, I'm sure. Please, you'd have to have an ambulance there. <laughs> yeah. Anything else we, we want to close out on here, Chris? Anything you want to say for this upcoming week? No, listen, uh, we're in week seven. Listen, guys, uh, it's been a great year so far. Obviously, we've had our problems, but we've kept going, and it's continuing to grow. Each week, more people are finding out. More people are showing up. Um, I love the support I'm getting from everyone. Keep showing your support. Keep doing what you can. And uh, listen, two more weeks left in the regular season. A lot can still happen. So let's get ready to ball out. I wanted to say one thing before we got out of here. And we're gonna t- we have to timestamp this to make sure that we say it. Everyone in the league does an awesome job of tagging Kyle in all the pictures. Def- at Deffy Defs is his thing. Uh, Edwin is the one getting the videos. I don't know if you guys all know him or not, but everyone needs to start tagging him in these videos too. I know some of you guys do it, but we definitely need the same way everyone tags Kyle. We need to start tagging Edwin because he does a great job and, and he gets a-, a lot of good things and he's a major part of this league. So we're just trying to help everyone out. So make sure we're tagging him. His ad is. Edwin uh, period Karoma. It's you could find it in the uh, bio of the Instagram page as well. Uh, I just want to make wanted to get that across because I know everyone does such a good job and Kyle so grateful. Edwin will definitely be grateful if everyone is tagging him as well. All right, that's gonna do it for uh, episode fifteen of the OBFFL podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to this on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. If it's SoundCloud, make sure you guys follow. Uh, leave a five-star review on the Apple Podcast if that's where you're at. Write a review if you're feeling generous. We'll catch you guys Sunday. Looking forward to it. Big week coming up, boys.